Welcome to No Life Fresno. Come with us and meet your neighbors as we dive into the world of Fresno art, music, food, culture, and everything in between. Well, hey everyone, this is Christian Honeschlager with the No Life Fresno podcast. Sitting in the studio today at 736 Fulton inside the Sun Stereo Warehouse building with Jordan Sanchez, Director of Acquisitions for Bitwise and I don't know how many other things she's got going on. <laughs> Welcome to the studio today, Jordan. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah. Excited to be here. Wonderful. So uh, what's your relationship with Fresno? How long have you been here? Yeah, a long time. Well, born and raised um, and... A lot of family history uh, mm -hmm. here as well, and specifically in downtown and the surrounding area. Uh, but I did spend eight years in New York and a couple stints in San Francisco. And so I've been back in Fresno for almost seven years now, okay. in downtown specifically. And when this is a question I like to ask because there's recurring themes here. When you left Fresno to go to those places, did you know you were coming back? Or no. okay, uh -uh. so what what happened then? Not that it's a bad thing because there's a lot of that. A lot of people leave and come back and bring that knowledge and experience to help Fresno. So how'd you end up back here? Uh, bitwise. Bitwise. Okay. Yeah. So um, I grew up with Jake, uh, one of the CEOs. Okay. And you know we went junior high and high school together and stayed in touch while I was in New York and, mm -hmm. and he was forming Bitwise and. Um, I actually was launching a San Francisco office for uh, a tech startup, and okay. at that point, Jake was like, hey, you're, you're a lot closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think right we on. can get you a, a few hundred more miles back? And nice. so, yeah, Irma came out to San Francisco, and her and I went to lunch, and the rest is history. Wow. Wow. So, in the seven years you've been back in Fresno, it has all been with Bitwise. Then. Yep. So mm -hmm. tell, tell us a little bit about your journey, but also the journey of Bitwise, because there's a lot that's happened, right? Oh, my goodness. So yeah. much. It, I, I don't know. I'm in the under twenties of employees when I, when we started, and now it's 600 plus employees. Yeah, it's substantial. Wow. Yeah, uh, and you know, national. Um, and so, wow. I started doing technology sales, and I, previously I had sold a product. Um, and I've, I've been in sales pretty much my entire career, and just technology sales it was just so vague it was like yeah. we could build software we could like turn your previous <laughs> filing system from paper you know to, to digital or we could build you an app or it's like you get in a room and you're like the possibilities are endless which make the sell very hard yes. and so yeah. Yeah, we like kind of honed in on some of my previous experience and uh, helped a local restaurant uh, build an app for online ordering is that order slip yes yeah, and then that. yeah, yeah that started out of the people studio Floyd oh, cool. and I, oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next by, by the way old neighbors yes yes, yes my first apartment in, in Fresno yeah yeah so I've known you since you've been here since you first got here oh, wow. but, um, we found out that that was really successful for the restaurant their the ordering app and so then made it a product at Bitwise and so it was one of the first products to come out of like the really cool. Bitwise ecosystem um, which is yes order slip uh, and then you know with what happened with COVID um, there was some restaurants that were resistant to technology and then COVID really forced everyone you yeah. know whether they wanted to or not to really lend themselves to technology and yeah. so they've had you know a lot of success and, and I was you know really fortunate to be you know part of the building and, and starting of that company mm -hmm. and you know, now it's like 300, 400 plus restaurants across the United States that oh, this cool. local Fresno company serves, and uh, they create white label apps for restaurants. So sure. it looks and feels like the restaurant app. You wouldn't know Order Slip is behind it on purpose, you know. So Got we it. want it to be the look and feel and an extension of the inside of a restaurant. And 
now it was like a, a baby and then it was a toddler and now that that <laughs> business is off and running and so um, really cool. I got to transition about a year ago into my current position and, and do I, I head up all our acquisitions of real estate across the country mm-hmm. um, which has been very fun and it, it's something that has been a passion of mine on the side and now I get to fully utilize that in my role with Bitwise. Wonderful. So Bitwise as an entity, and uh, I think a lot of listeners probably just know the Hive building uh, on the highway and driving yeah. by on 41. Uh, maybe have, maybe don't really know what's going on with Bitwise, and I'll be, be honest, I'm a little bit ignorant myself as to what's the mission? What is Bitwise doing? And, and uh, I mean, if you're expanding across the country, maybe you can help us understand what Bitwise's goal or mission is. Yeah. So I think the heart of the company, and I've got to witness that you know throughout my tenure there, has been... Uh, like human centric and really focusing on how to make real incremental change in families, in neighborhoods, in cities, and now that's spreading across the country. Um, so specifically with uh, the school and the education component that we offer um, through apprenticeships. So Bitwise, you know, we can teach technology, um, we can partner with uh, philanthropic dollars, government dollars, and even corporate dollars to build programs around what needs there are in the technology industry and teach those skills um, in a relatively like compact initial training Mm -hmm. and then which turns into an apprenticeship with us, which is they're being paid to learn on real projects. Um, which gives us the opportunity to also put together, you know, world-class software um, with lead developers back-ending, backstopping everything, Mm -hmm. uh, and produce software as well. So we, the heart is to, you know, create jobs in a city and create uh, a path for, you know, underdogs that may have not thought technology could be a career for them um, just because they haven't had the opportunity or haven't been exposed. Like, it's clearly hard if you're, uh, you know, struggling to, get into a career field or to get a job and, and not have those skills to take classes and not have an income. So that's why we feel the apprenticeship is so important. Yeah. So it's a paid apprenticeship. There's also childcare provided um, and like we'll pick people up and bring them to school. If you need meals, we can deliver meals. Like removing oh, wow. any barriers to entry into the workforce and really like generational change, you know, yeah. and, and creating those opportunities. With that, you need a place. You need a place to do it, and so yeah, that's the yeah. buildings. You know, there's uh, 250,000 square feet of Bitwise in downtown Fresno now. Um, so we have another building that hopefully will be coming online soon um, and, and adding to that footprint. And so, you know, the apprenticeships, you're learning, and then the technology portion where we actually build technology and, you know, service across the country and, and, and do that aspect. And then the home for people to come to and be surrounded by supporting services. Um, and, and some of our tenants in our building, they really kind of make this cohesive environment that everyone can work together. And, you know, there's the desk hotel where you can rent a desk or a co-working space where you mm-hmm, can have, mm-hmm. you know, for a, a membership that's affordable and, and have a, a rotating kind of desk. Um, so went there, and then we expanded to Bakersfield, and now there's two completed buildings there that oh, are wow. beautiful and massive. And then in Merced, uh, just wrapped up there as well, and that building came online. And then we're also in Oakland. We have a property there that's under construction. Very cool. And then going, it's like, this is my job, but i got to keep track. So <laughs> next would be Las Cruces, El Paso, Greeley, Cheyenne. And those are kind of like, that looks parallel to me. There's so much, you know. Yeah, it's close enough. Close enough, yeah. <laughs> and then further, uh, Buffalo, New York. Oh, really cool. Yeah. Wow. So, it's, I mean, like, my job is to go to these cities and I meet with a broker that's picked out, you know, based on our 
prerequisites buildings to, for to me to see, but sim- similar to what we're sitting in, yeah. you know, like to the, the Sun Stereo Warehouse, like we're looking for character and bare bones and they're usually like, they need everything, plumbing, HVAC, electrical mm-hmm. and, and all of that. And so we partner with locals in those cities, local construction, local architects, great, um, yeah. local uh, investment so, like, my job is to find not only the building but an investor to go in on the building with us so that someone has some skin in the game, too, like, locally. Yeah, um, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's been really fun. So wow. there's a team that goes and, like, seeks out cities first. And then once it's like, okay, this city is, you know, receptive to us coming and uh, we have, you know, champions in that city, then it gets on my plate. So there's, like... Three or four in the works that haven't been announced, but will soon be on my plate. Yeah. Wow. And in the meantime, having a family oh, and I all of that. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of Do you sleep? <laughs> no. 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 I, I was like in a meeting before this knowing I had to come here. And so mm. I was like trying to blaze through. Yeah. And it was like I had mascara in my back pocket. I was like that never made it to my face. And I'm talking a mile a minute and I haven't had coffee yet. (laughs) You don't want to see me on two cups of coffee. But yes, I do. I have uh, three kids, Zoe, Noah, and Shepard, and I'm done. Those are are my babies. (laughs) That's it for me. No kids when I met you. Yeah, Yeah. no kids and then boom. (laughs) So with, with, uh, thanks for explaining uh, Bitwise to me because I, I just assumed, you know, no offense to anyone, I'm a nerd myself, but it's a bunch of nerds sitting around a building yeah. doing really cool stuff. That is and true, it, that it, too. It is, yeah, but, <laughs> but to go so so much further in terms of what you guys are offering to give people a life in, in that industry and an opportunity is really, really tremendous. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's tons of success stories coming out of Bitwise um, on an individual level and, of course, as the group itself. But, you know, can you can you connect the listeners with just one of those examples? And you don't need to use names, but an example of someone that's really made this system work for them. Because I think that's, if people don't understand what Bitwise is and they're just now learning and to hear this is really important. Yeah. I have, um, so, like a specific, I won't name names, like you said, but yeah. there's a specific individual I... I was the first manager at Bitwise and had like no idea of his story prior to coming to me. I needed a salesperson to call restaurants all day, which is like a very tough job because yeah. like they're nobody, very busy people. Nobody has time. Nobody has time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you get like a lot of no's and like they're, they also have like uh, phone salesman fatigue because they're yeah. like getting called all the time. So I trained him up and I hired and sent him out and like I had probably like four or five people, you know, doing this job and no one could succeed, but this person was just hammering the phones, you know, and like in constant contact with me with some of the objections, like so willing to learn and just hungry to, to mm-hmm. succeed in that position. And so we, he did that for a while and then moved on to another team. Well, and now he's with Bitwise and in a, in a substantial role um, with our, our tech training department. Mm-hmm. But after the fact, I'm hearing, I'm sitting at like a, a, a lunch with a bunch of people and he tells his story and he's a felon, formerly incarcerated. Oh, wow. And this was his first job like that wasn't a, a you know, below or minimum wage job yeah. since, you know, getting out of jail and had, had done some time. And this it just never seemed like a career path that was going to be accessible sure. to him um, or an opportunity that he could foresee happening. And that's just like one story of, of many, you know, yeah. we have classes that are specifically geared towards felons or formerly incarcerated individuals trying to create that path to success for them and, and assist as much as we can. And, you know, 
even with like women in tech or specifically, um, you know, partnering with local organizations to make that, that opportunity happen. And it was, I was so humbled. I had no idea. Like, I'm glad I didn't know. Like, I I don't know if I would have treated him any different, like, but I I probably would have cut him some slack knowing that like this was his first sales job, you know? Like, I was like, here you go. Here's a manual. Go get it. You know? And like, sink or swim is the attitude in that, but... I was like, oh man, like re- retracing everything I told this person and that could I have been nicer? You know? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's great. So you guys are, are, are providing like specific community outreach and yeah. opportunities through those channels? Yep. Wow. And he's been, I mean, like him being a part of the team has been able to like, he can go into, you know, prisons and tell this story and say that there is a path and I'm an example yeah. and like he's the, one of the best outreach now for that, that you know, endeavor of our business and, and mission behind it. Wow. That's really tremendous. And, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just not uh, consuming enough media, but we're, I, I, I didn't know any of this, mm-hmm. right? I just know the name of Bitwise. So, um, where just as, as a quick plug, like where, where is all of this gathered for people that want to know more? Um, yeah. Bitwiseindustries.com. Our yeah. website certainly, you know, is there, but I would encourage everyone to watch Irma Olguin's Ted talk. Okay. It's amazing. Like that I every time it's like chills and tears, you know. So she did a, a really excellent job of explaining what I just did, but like with all of the right words, no ums or ahs, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> just beautifully said. So. And what, what was her name again? Irma. Irma. Yeah. One of our co CEO and okay. founder. Okay. So there's a TED talk out there. That's awesome. I haven't yeah. watched that. I yeah, will, Google that. It's good. Same. Right on. Right on. So Beyond the bitwise, because it's not all you're doing, apparently. Yeah. Because um, we all need more hobbies and, <laughs> and, and jobs, right? I'm I'm guilty myself of uh, overdoing it. But um, what what else are you doing in Fresno? Yeah. So I have um, Air DTF Air Downtown Fresno on Instagram, and it's photo studios in downtown. Um, and mixed with Airbnb spaces, so oh, cool. I have a couple lofts here in downtown that. Um, I formerly lived in the security bank building. I, yep. That's where I, I first moved here. And prior to, um, starting a family, that was like my bachelorette pad. Yeah. Um, and I would Airbnb it when I was out of town on the weekends. And that was also when Airbnb was like, it was totally normal to go in someone's space that had a closet full of clothes. Yeah. You know, like yep. you knew that this was someone's yeah. spot that they lived here and you were respectful of it. Now, like the standard has certainly changed where it's like. You know, hotel. yes, yeah, yeah. hotel with that. So mine aren't that mine are very like comfy and cozy feeling and mm-hmm. like provide experience. But I try to share those spaces with people as much as possible. Um, and so there, there's constantly like tours of, you know, dignitaries and such that are coming through and they go up cause it's on the top floor in the building. And yeah. so they go check it out. And, um, I have a, the passion started with like interior design as a hobby and mm-hmm. as a passion and thrifting and, and putting cool stuff together. You wouldn't normally, you know, pick it, pick out. Um, and so that was the first space and have a couple other words that I just got to put like my creative touch on and, and have some fun with. And then. It, like Hillsong, I think approached me and wanted to do a commercial in my space at one point. And oh, cool! That was like mind blowing. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, neat. That yeah. could happen. <laughs> that could be something. Okay. And so then that turned into I started opening it up. So like the Airbnb guest checks out at ten, and my cleaning staff shows up right then. And then photo shoot started eleven, end at three. There's a quick like sanit- sanitizing of everything, and then the next, then guest, the next is, guest comes wow. in. Yeah. <laughs> so right there's on. only one We're hour of the day that yeah. it's not producing something, and that's the cleaning hour that you know. Yeah. Um, 
And so now I have a full-on like photo studio membership. Yeah. I have about 35 members that you know buy a bulk set of hours um, and utilize my spaces. And then I have one-offs happen all the time. But the spaces are used really frequently for family shoots, boudoir shoots. Um, this, someone's doing like a sports theme shoot today. Right on. And, yeah, all kinds of things. Headshots. I ended up putting uh, seamless paper in all of the lofts now too. So they function as both and, and lighting and whatnot. So they function as both Airbnbs and photo studios. studios. Yeah. Wow. It's been really fun. So I do that. And then any questions there? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just the name again. What was it? <laughs> uh, Air DTF. Air DTF. Yeah. yeah so on Instagram. Yeah. I, I run the business through Instagram because... There's lots of, like, I have to check the Airbnb schedule in that, like, yeah. you know, so that's Make how I work it. Yourself. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, I saw at one point you had an Airstream. Yes. That's part of it, too. That's part of it? Okay. Yeah. I got the, it was like, a, this person posted the Airstream on Facebook Marketplace, but misspelled Airstream, so it had just been, so like... nobody saw it? Nobody saw it. And it <laughs> had been the sitting best. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it had just been sitting there, and so then, like, a friend shared it with me, and I was, like, immediately, like, I will buy this, you know, because yeah. it was just way below yeah. what it was worth and it's all original interior oh, inside so cool. it's a 72 yeah. uh, overlander and so um the goal is to fully restore it but in the meantime it's been used as a photo studio so it sits in my backyard and Super i have people cool. come and do photos there it's very 70s like yeah, yeah. vibe it's a and full vibe yeah, yeah it yeah. is yeah i stayed one in day the, one day i'll get there stream in the uh, joshua tree once that was pretty interesting Except when the wind hits hard. And yeah. You're rocking around in the middle of the night. It's not fun. Not fun. I right thought on. about like putting it at the beach in like a, t- a camping spot. And mm-hmm. it just, it, there's lots of complication of what it could do. There's potential there. Put it on a solid foundation. Yeah. That's my advice <laughs> to anybody doing an Airbnb trailer. It's really yeah. uncomfortable waking up feeling like you're on the ocean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. So, all right. Well, what else? What what else is going on in front Yeah, of you? I think with that, you reminded me too. Like I've done a lot of work with the city. They did a... a First, I think like right in, in 2020, they did a housing policy mm-hmm. uh, and I took that class through the city and that, you know, with Airbnb and all of that, like I'm very open to any policies and regulations that they put in place for it. And so wanting to get familiar with that, um, also with the work that I do with the Lowell CDC, um, Community Development Corporation and, and our work there, and I'll, I'll touch on that in a minute, but um, also the city of Fresno held a small developers uh, course as well. So you oh, took like cool. a boot camp. And then that led you to be eligible to take a full-on course. Um, So with that, they're trying to take people like me that kind of dabble and turn them into a bigger developer uh, here in downtown and and help create housing. And so my first project is a detached garage in my backyard and and making that into an ADU accessory dwelling unit. Very cool. Just like a one-bedroom apartment. So I've got my zoning permits and now i'm working on there, my building there's some permits. recent legislation that went through allowing that right oh yeah yeah like last year or something or yeah last two years yeah. the city of clovis does a really good job with it they mm. have like actual plans that like you don't have to hire an architect you can say like i'll take that I'll plan take, and i'll do that very nice yeah and city of fresno's you know doing just, wonderful to catch up and, and do the same thing yeah it's very recent though right yeah, yeah. uh-huh okay and that's with Dan Zach, great guy. Uh, he does like a lot of the housing stuff for downtown, and, and he kind of head up. Did he leave downtown? He did. He's, yeah. a, he's private now, but he's got you got to get him on. He's got some really fun I, I projects. Would, I, I, I've heard the name so many times. I think I've been in every commercial property that's available for lease in downtown Fresno. Yeah, and everybody knows Dan Zach. I know him by name. I feel like I know him in person. Well, go so. get a beer. He's always at Tayoga. He's got, I don't know if it's announced, so I can't talk about it, but a very big project that's going to be awesome. Very exciting. It's yeah. what we need down here. Yeah, so. exactly. It's like, I think something crazy, like 200 more units. 
Oh, come on. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm so excited to get into the Hotel Fresno and see what's going on in there. Yeah. That foyer is gorgeous. <laughs> I know. And see what they're doing with those units. And, and you know, I, I silently celebrated by myself when they got that funding mm-hmm. because it's such a, you know, with Fresno's history of uh, just destroying beautiful architecture and putting up boxes um, in the 70s, 80s, etc. The courthouse, mainly my, my big point there. But um, it's nice to see that that stuff's happening and it's happening with intent and not uh, with the city's cooperation. I think it's really smart and it's what's needed. Absolutely. Yeah. So another guest for you, Christopher Ramos. Um, he's on the Historic Society here in, in Fresno and then he's also name, the yeah. uh, Hotel Fresno preservationist. And so he has like so much memorabilia and it was a huge advocate to get it to yeah, where it is today. Yeah, I've heard that name. Yes, I would love to. Yeah, often also, there. Yeah. Yes, please. please <laughs> also a Bitwise employee. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> you know, this is what I love about the show. I get new episodes yeah. from every episode. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right. So uh, with, with that, now looking at the future of development for yourself, just out of curiosity, because you, you're very connected with the city. I think you probably have your finger on the pulse of what the city needs in terms of housing and those things. What are, what are your hopes to do with that as a, as a small to growing developer? What, what would you yeah. like to see in downtown? Uh, more housing. They yeah. want to do, the city has, it's like 10,000 new units is what they like to put down here and, and could support. Um, and so it's just a lot of, you know, vacant properties, blighted buildings, um, mm-hmm. kind of getting those back online. And I think on my end, I'm really open to a lot of things and a lot of different projects. Like I could see like a seventies kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to go to the seventies, but like motel kind of feel, but like yeah. housing with a pool in the middle or, you know, but like then too, you have this lot just directly across that there was a project going there mm-hmm. and, and now is not. And so like something bigger there, um, I would like to work with Dan Zach. He's an expert in the field and yeah. we've talked about it a few times of doing stuff. So kind of dabbling right now and getting more experience under my belt in my role with Bitwise. And yeah. I'd say in the five year plan, doing something, 30 units, 40 units, something cool. like that could be really fun. Um, and yeah. I would like to do it where there's, it's a mix, you know, where you have affordable units, affordable housing units, mm-hmm. you have workforce living units, you have market rate units, and maybe one or two on Airbnb. So they're just all like a mix of a community and, yeah. and uh, serving the need that downtown has. You know, one of the interesting projects I've seen recently and really happy to see it happening in Chinatown is mm-hmm. the Monarch over yeah. there. Uh, I mean, you know, it's poor Chinatown uh, with the, the high speed rail and all that it's really been forgotten it's such a beautiful place uh, oh, yeah. so much opportunity so the, the Monarch I don't remember who's doing that project the housing authority it is the housing yeah. authority that's right um, that's really tremendous it's beautiful and yeah. it, you know I hope that that 10,000 units is considering uh, Chinatown considering even you know there's speaking of the motels and those things there's that uh, I don't know yep. if it was Hotel but California that got converted by Realty concepts or something up here mm-hmm. into apartments. I mean, just going up and down Golden State every day, I'm on it. Yeah. The old highway. Broadway, there's, too. There's another, the Housing Authority just did another, like, motel into actual yes, units I, it's on got, Broadway. Uh, different colored doors yes. up there. Yes, yes, I know that. That's right, what I'm South of Shaw, just it's, all it's, the brooms, yeah, all, I mean, all the things. I mean, That'd be great. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, you, you have to look at, at those things in that way. And I know that the, those hotel, motel owners um, have had some restrictions or some. Uh, legislative issues on long-term stays over the over the, the last decades and all of that. So to turn that into housing is really mm-hmm. like, but there is no smarter solution yeah. for that, right? That would be great. Like if there was still a local, uh, like even the one by Bitwise that's like a little motel and mm-hmm. has a pool. Like yeah, that one. There we go. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or something like that. Yeah, very cool. Ah, so there's the all those. Bright. I know that. <laughs> 
And to like Reza, who is a developer on this property, mm-hmm. he's the one that started a lot of the stuff that we have yep. downtown. You know, yep. I was at, so I'm involved, I'm the chair of the Downtown Fresno Foundation, mm-hmm. which is uh, the philanthropic arm of the Downtown Fresno Partnership, which is a PBID, Property Improvement District, that all of the building owners in a certain square footage of downtown uh, pay, they tax themselves, they've chosen to and voted to, and that goes to, you know, some of the events and things we see in downtown. So, you know, with that work, I was at a Downtown Academy mm-hmm. is uh, a program we offer. It's uh, a 10-month program that you can apply to be a part of, and it each month you meet and see a little segment of downtown and I took the class when I first got here, but you like, you know, go to our tiny channel. We have like tunnels and so much history, like uh, bootleg tunnels. Right I know. Yeah. You have to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. But then you tour the brewery district and cultural arts mm-hmm. and Lowell, like our, yeah. our first, you know, community uh, the neighborhood. Up, the up and coming. Yes. Up, yeah. So all of that. And on um, the first class, someone was like, why don't we do, you know, artist lofts or something like that? And I'm like, that's, that's exactly why the class is so important because yeah. there's just knowledge that's, that people don't know about downtown. Like, that's exactly how our lofts started. You know, the yeah. H Street lofts and, and Reza's yep. projects were artist lofts. And yeah. that's typically the community that drives development. Um, and so it's exciting to be in a, like his most recent project. And I just love all the work that he's done in downtown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's definitely got a different vision. Um, and is what the city needs uh, yeah. in terms of developers uh, in a lot of ways. I think it's really tremendous, and uh, I, I couldn't wait to be in this building, <laughs> yeah. like itching to yes. be in this building. I guess uh, I got to tour it with Jamin, you know, yeah. when they first bought it, and I'm like, what are you going to do? I was, yeah, so it's very exciting to be here, I will, too. I will hold on to this space forever. forever. That's yeah. how I am with the security <laughs> bank. I've been there, yeah, like, seven like, years, and I'm like... No, this is way too cool. Yeah. I, ha- I have to stay here, so... Um, so you know, housing being one of the things mm-hmm. and all that. What, what do you, what do you think, biggest opportunities are for Fresno right now? Yeah, I think um, so. My work is focused down here, so mm-hmm. my my opinion will be skewed towards downtown sure. and the areas. Um, I work. I'm on the board also with the Lowell CDC. And are you? Do you actually have just clones? That's of it. That's it. Those, that's all my activities. <laughs> yeah, I rent one car on Turo, and that's it. No, I'm done. <laughs> Um, but the uh, the Lowell CDC is doing amazing work, and you know whatever I can do to support and and you know bolster up what Esther and, and the team is doing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, the so that neighborhood is ninety percent renter occupied. Yes. Um, I'm a homeowner in that neighborhood. That's where I live, and the goal there there is to turn the current renters into homeowners. And so, oh, wonderful. Yeah, exactly. The mission that we're doing behind that is having a stockpile of cash that we've gotten through grant money um, by proving that we're good fiscal agents and, and we're able to do this. And we go and buy the houses that are dilapidated and come up for sale that are can only be bought cash only, you know, due to their state. I've seen a few of them. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so typically, like, outside investors come in and snatch that up, flip it, and now, you know, it's an expensive mm-hmm. rental. Well, our hope is to buy those houses fix them up to be livable, and then figure out how to put a renter into that house. And how we do that is through, you know, various classes with people that have applied to to do this program and, you know, teaching them to creditworthiness and mm-hmm. essentially giving them uh, an opportunity to lease to own or a micro loan through us to build some history and then refinance that with a, a normal lender and make that a, a realistic path to home ownership for them. Wow. So... Uh, there's already been, you know, three, four houses that are the success story. We applied for 
uh, a Chan Zuckerberg, Chan Zuckerberg initiative, uh, so CZI uh, grant through them, mm-hmm. and got that a few years ago and, and did well with the money that they gave us. And so they just reinvested um, in us again to do more of the work. And I think that's really important. That, uh, and I think the mission behind them is they recognize displacement, they recognize gentrification, and, and trying to do work across the country to uh, you know prevent that from happening in the future. And that's really the work that's happening in Lowell. Um, it wow. you know not only beautifies the neighborhood with you know bringing these beautiful historic type homes back to life, you know, through the renovation, but really keeping true to uh, a mission that I stand behind and, and making mm. it so that my neighbors, you know, can stay in the neighborhood and they're yeah. not, you know, affected by these insane rent hikes or, you know, being displaced due to investors kind of swooping up property. Yeah. So it's been good work. You know, I have uh, a lot of fun doing that and it, it's the board itself is filled with neighbors, people that actually like live and work in the community and or are heavily involved and kind of bring different skill sets. We have a lawyer, you know, and different things. And um, so that's been that's been really fun to do that. I think that that's the future. I think um, that there's certainly a lot more housing coming to Fresno mm-hmm. um, in, in downtown and uh, that there's a lot of really good humans thinking about it thoughtfully. That's great to hear. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's absolutely necessary. I mean, looking at the future of the high speed rail and all of that, mm-hmm. uh, you don't do it now. Mm-hmm. We're in a re- really bad place. So exactly. that's it's great to hear that there are there are good minds and not just money behind yes. uh, all of these things going on. So thank you for what you do in, in helping those communities and helping with the vision going forward. It, it's, yeah, it's peace of mind uh, in investing in the city myself. Uh, to know that those, those things are happening. And I think for anybody that's listening to know that those things are happening. So. Yeah, and I think that that, like I feel that responsibility. You know, it's my community. Mm-hmm. It's like these are my neighbors. And it's like if I have, you know, what skills can I lend to it and, you know, vice versa. Like it, yeah. it feels very like just community driven. You know, yeah. we, I walk my kids, you know, down and I have a little wagon and yeah. go, you know, to Cultural <laughs> Arts Park. And yeah. um, you just, it's like you're waving and saying hi to everybody all along the way. Like yeah. I love living, living downtown and, you know, raising these kids that have done nothing else than downtown. That's really cool. So you've probably said it in a dozen different ways already, but we've always got to ask, what do you love about Fresno? What is it mm. that brought you back here and keeps you here? Other than the 8 million things you're, you're doing at one time. Um, it's definitely the people, but there's also like some underlying of like the outsider's opinion of Fresno to like prove that wrong. You know what I mean? Damn like the, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it too, man. I'm not even from here and I got yeah. that pressure, you yeah. know? You know, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm from Fresno and the people are, oh, I'm sorry. And you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the friends, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, um. But then you have people, you know, like Mike at Tioga, and they're talking about Dan Zach, and like all the Esther, and you, all these people that are just so committed to the growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a lot of work too with the um, Metro Black Chamber, and you know, like they are, are doing amazing work too. You know, like getting really substantial grants that they can help small businesses with, and we do a lot of that work at uh, the foundation as well with the Create Here competition and the mm-hmm. Stay Here competition—not competition, but grant. And so I think that that's, that's what's fun, that there's so much opportunity, you yeah. know, like it's, of course I want to see it be thriving and flourishing, but we're on this like sweet spot of right before that, you know, and the incremental change is just so encouraging. Uh, and I think that's what I love about it. Wow. That's awesome. Um, okay. So to kind of wrap things up here, what, bring what, it on what, home. What's that? <laughs> bring it on home. Uh, yeah. 
what are you looking forward to? I mean, we're in the middle of summer, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't feel like summer yet still. Um, but what, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year in Fresno? With what you know, what's coming up, what, should you, what are you excited about? What should other people be excited about? Yeah, okay. There's lots. Let's see. So Mariposa yeah. Plaza is getting a facelift. Um, oh, really? Yeah, that's going to be coming soon. I think they're talking end of year. It's been like, it has to, but it's a part of the TCC, Transformative Climate Communities, uh, which was millions of dollars we got to prepare for the high-speed rail. Mm-hmm. So that's going to get a fun facelift, and I'm uh, wanting it to be thoughtful for the businesses that are currently operating sure. there, my friends over at Moss and, and them, but uh, I'm excited to see what that's going to look like. Um, I think the Grizzlies and Sam Hansen and Mike Oz do an amazing job with the Taco Truck Throwdown. Tickets just went on sale, everyone, so snag those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to um, be fun. So that, what, October-ish mm-hmm. time, and then... Uh, you know, I love and, and I really hope it, you know, gets some more life to it. We've got, you know, the Christmas parade, which is so fun in downtown. We have a, a tree mm-hmm. that we got for downtown and that we light up every year. So right now we're working on sponsors for the tree and, and things like that. And then you also have, um, if you don't know about it, on Sunday nights, there's the Sunday night cruise nights and just so many beautiful classic yeah, cars so and cool. like different you know, types of cars that are uh, on the street then. And I yeah. love that. I love yeah. just walking with the kids and the street vendors and checking out the cars. Yep. And just the, like, it. that is not, like, there's no, that was the community-driven, you know, yeah. like that That's is. That's all, all the community right. bringing that all together. Yes, yeah. there's no. Love riding like, my bike through and, yes. and checking it all out. It's so cool. Yeah. So Sam Hansen, I've been talking about, like, how can we, you know, help support that? And, like, that's really the, the goal with the foundation and, and things that we're looking to do are to build on what already exists, not try to, like, oh, it would be great if there was a target on yeah, the corner. Here's my idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, that's... help put some fire under what's already going. So, those are fun. Let me think. What else? I think, yes, Bitwise has a new building that hopefully comes online this year. <laughs> that would be great. Um, and office space there. Um, more events. I think that, yeah, it's just been fun. I mean, Art Hop can't beat it. You yeah, know, and, and, every month, yeah. But, I mean, you've been here, like, so that was around the time when it was starting to pick up when you first moved down and, like, to what it is now. Is like, it, it was, it, yeah. The past, what, five years have been just you catalyst. It's, it's not even close to the same thing. I mean, I remember the, the, the block down there on, uh, like, where I was at 126. Uh, uh, the first time we shut down that street. For a party, like right. the first time that that had ever happened, it was yeah. Like, oh yeah, cool, and, and it was dead. I mean, there was just it was a quiet art hop. Uh, it, now it's almost it's almost too much, and I and I and I have to say I worry a little bit because the essence and the core is getting lost. Some sometimes, particularly with the Cinco de Mayo art hop, it would just turn into a party. But it's still great to see everybody down here. And anybody I talk to about art hop, I encourage them not to just be in downtown for art hop. Right. But to be in downtown every day. Right. And come for lunch and come for dinner and do those things regularly. Right. I think it's like one of those times where it's like put on our best, you know, show. Yeah. And then it's like that it's up upon us, upon the business owners and everyone to capture that audience mm-hmm. to come back again. Yes. You know? Like, yeah. And you see it more and more. I mean, I, I go down Fulton street every single day and I'm amazed at how much more traffic just mm-hmm. every day that mm-hmm. there is and that there's community presence every day. And that's why I mentioned the Sunday night cruise. Cause it's yeah. like, you know, like this is going, there's people that are building community and spending time yeah. and enjoying themselves. Like, all the time. You and know, there's but... still, a, still a perception that there's nothing happening yeah. down here. And every day is busy. There is no parking on Fulton Street at noon on a Wednesday. Right. It, there, there isn't. It's yeah. wonderful. It's so cool to see that transition over the, the five years I've been here. And I could feel it coming. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's exactly. great. It's great to be here with it. So, 
Well, it was an absolute pleasure, yeah, Jordan. Thanks for having uh, me. I, I think we'll probably have you back to get, <laughs> get, get deeper into some of these communities that you're working with. This was a great exposure to it. We could go on for hours and hours. I know you have places to be today. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I would like to have you back to talk on some specifics about uh, each one of those efforts and particularly about the community housing and mm -hmm. what you're doing with the different elements of the community. I think people are going to be dying to know more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. All yeah. right. <laughs> This has been a No Life Fresno production, a branding department brand. To learn more about branding department, visit brandingdepartment.com and check out our full blog of No Life Fresno content, including these recordings at nolifefresno.com. Music by Jonathan Lofi.